0: All right, man, I think we are live. Jordan Crooks, how you doing, man? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. You must be coming off a massive high right now. Feels pretty good. It's great to be a Vol. It is great to be a Vol. Uh, you, the men finished second, correct? Yes, we did. We tied with Alabama for second. Wow. Congratulations. That's a Thank huge you. effort. Really Thank big you. effort. Yeah. yeah. Were you guys expecting that before secs or was this a surprise to you as well
1: we we were just trying to do the best we could because we knew that we had a super strong men's team going in and we definitely had a chance of finishing on the podium and the goal was just to be better than last year which last year we got third
0: last year you got third okay so it's a, it a nice little crawl up the ladder and then yeah. where did you finish in ncaa's last year i'm not 100 percent
1: sure i'm just a freshman so i i wasn't there <laughs>
0: that's good man who cares you know it's all about this year right that's awesome well listen man this is about you i mean you have taken the world by surprise i didn't know who you were before this so congratulations on the team that recruited you first of all to get you and then uh to be doing what you're doing um outstanding work man
1: thank you very much i appreciate that
0: now is i mean again is this a surprise to you do Tell me your best times in the 50 and the 100 before this weekend, and then what did you end up this weekend?
1: So my best time in the 50 was 19.3, and my best time in the 100 was
0: 42.3. 19.3, and then you end up going, what, 18? 18.5. 18.5. Mm-hmm. Damn, <laughs> what a drop. And then, and then in the 100, you said you were what, 40? 42.3. 42-3, and you went down to 41-4, didn't you? Yes, on the last relay. Dude, massive drops. <laughs> massive drops. That's Thank insane. You. Um, who, who's your primary coach at Tennessee?
1: Uh, my primary coaches are Rich Murphy and Josh Huge.
0: Well, good for them, man. They're doing outstanding work. And then got to give some props to Matt Creditch. Honestly, I'll tell you a little story. I was just laying in bed about an hour ago. I was texting back and forward with your coach just talking about you and how impressed I was. And then next minute I'm like, hey, can you give me a contact number for him? And then I'm talking to you. And then next minute I text back to him and tell him we're going live. And (laughs) so it's like, it's all happened in the last hour. So um, I love that to death. Uh, Just one of the best coaches in college for sure. Definitely, he's awesome. Yeah, so, all right, then those are the drops. Let's just go back a second. So you're from Cayman Islands. Yes, I am. Um, Tell me, how did you kind of get into swimming?
1: Um, I guess, I mean, coming from an island, I, a lot, most people learn at an early age. So I was in the water, I'd say probably about four, but I didn't join a team until I was about 10 mm-hmm. um, and started competing like for the national team at 11.
0: And why did you particularly start with swimming? Was it, was there a natural um, gift? Did you have, was there something going on?
1: I think um a lot of a lot of people back home just like to ensure that their kids know how to swim because they're surrounded by water and mm-hmm. I mean most people love the beach back home, so almost everyone knows how
0: to swim so Wow, that's awesome, man. And then um, did you have any kind of heroes growing up in swimming? was there any role models for you that you particularly paid attention to?
1: Um, definitely, well, not. He's not old, but definitely Caleb Dressel. Like, as of late, I always thought he was super cool. um And, you know, the past couple of years, he has kind of been like my idol. I was always wanted to, I, I wanted to be able to swim like him one day.
0: We all want to swim like Caleb Dressel, man. Don't worry about that. <laughs> you're getting real close. Actually, not even close. I mean, you're faster than him as a freshman. You just recorded the fastest freshman 100 freestyle time in history, right? I believe so. <laughs> I mean, so there's going to be kids that want to grow up to be Jordan Crooks, and they're going to look at you. They're going to be talking about you. This is this is a whole new revolution here. <laughs> yeah, that's exciting. It's, thank you. Now, what are and aren't the Fraser brothers from Cayman Islands?
1: Yes, they are Sean and Brett.
0: Great and guys too. They were um, they were definitely role models growing up. They really set the standard and put yeah. the island on the map. Absolutely, man. Sensational swimmers. So, mm-hmm. okay. Caleb Dress at Florida. The the Frazier brothers were at Florida. Mm-hmm. You kind of grow up idolizing these guys. How do you end up at Tennessee?
1: So I was here for the TYR meet about a year ago and I just ended up running into coach Josh and we kind of hit it off, talked for a bit. And then I decided to take a gap year, but throughout that gap year, I stayed in contact with him, kept training, racing, and then Just decided to commit. I I really loved what the program had to offer and what I saw on social media, online, and just how upfront and honest they were. So that's kind of what drew me
0: to Tennessee. Had you swam yards before then? Because uh, in the Cayman, you swim short course meters, don't you?
1: So, yes, back home it's short course meters. So I'd I'd never swam yards before coming here.
0: So in terms of the recruiting process, okay, it's one thing to be interested in them. How were they interested in you? Were you swimming decent times at that point
1: at that point yes i was i was at the TIR series i was trying to get a b cut for the last olympics and so that's how that's how i ended up at the TIR series because i needed a FINA qualifying meet Mm -hmm. and then i just ran into them and the rest is history
0: wow so i mean there's definitely some talent identification there as well so congrats to them to to see the talent i mean i don't think anyone would have expected Somebody to come in freshman year, go from 19.3 to 18.5. That's pretty <laughs> ridiculous. But so, so there's obviously a, an incredible amount of talent there. Um, Thank you. you know, what about this? How, how did your parents feel about you kind of um, selecting Tennessee, maybe moving to America, that sort of thing?
1: Um, they were really happy with it. Um, they've always supported my swimming. And I think they were really happy with the school choice. They, they kind of, felt like it was the right the right decision um I think this was probably the best school I could have picked (laughs) well there's no doubt
0: about it man you're fitting in really well and you're doing some outstanding things um okay let's go to the performances then so from what I could tell from the video you are very good underwater has that been something that's always been good for you or has that been developed in the last 12 months um I've tried to
1: work on it um I think it's definitely, it's definitely been a work in progress. I wasn't always great at it, but um, I'm definitely still trying to get better. And I think it's, I think my strength in sprinting, I'm a little bit better underwater than I am on the surface. So,
0: and freshman year is kind of a, a shock to a lot of people. I mean, it's a it's a learning experience. Usually, you come in and you're doing things completely different, and it usually takes a bit of time to kind of make those adjustments. It seems like you've adjusted quickly and effectively so talk to me about things that kind of just were completely different for you initially and um some of the things that you feel like are really working for you right now
1: um well coming in uh i was definitely a little bit nervous Uh, i'd never really been on a team like this before but it was a great experience i mean the team was really welcoming they made me feel right at home and it wasn't hard to get comfortable they made everything super easy
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so in terms of the things that you're doing differently or maybe some of the things that you've really connected with i mean you you, look you're dropping massive time and like i said there's obviously talent there's a lot of hard work and there's there's a lot of figuring out what you're doing so in terms of just the the day-to-day stuff what's the stuff that's really connecting with you to help you make those massive time drops
1: i think the coaches perspective on training has really helped. They make a really big emphasis on quality over quantity. Uh And I think the training we do is really specific to what we're trying to accomplish. Uh And the coaches do a really good job of setting us up to do what we like to what we'd like to do in in, uh, terms of progressing in the
0: sport. Right. It's very difficult sometimes in a college scenario where you've got um, a range of people, a range of athletes, right? And and yeah. for you to get the specific work that you need um, at the level that you need it can be challenging within within a larger group. So talk to me about your weekly structure. What, is, what does a week look like for you in terms of who you're with, the movements you make, the type of sets you're doing each day kind of thing?
1: So usually we'd, um, we'd swim twice on, well, I swim twice on Mondays. I'd swim once on Tuesdays, twice on Wednesdays, or sorry, once on Wednesdays, mm-hmm. once on Thursdays, twice on Fridays, and twice on, on sorry, once on Saturdays. Mm-hmm. And I'd lift once on Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. And that schedule has been working out great. Uh, t- Mondays are usually longer, like 200 pace stuff. And then the rest of the week is more sprint focused. Mm -hmm. Um, some Wednesdays we'll do test sets Um, those can change uh, depending on where we are in the season and Saturdays are usually race days we'll sometimes suit up and just Mm. get off the blocks and go fast
0: when I've got a lot of questions there so let's just start with the, the last one so when did the race preparation type work start on Saturdays where you're suiting up did that happen early in the season or was that kind of later towards SECs
1: So Saturdays were always kind of like race, race days. Um, As we got closer to the meet, like the last few weeks coming in, uh, let's say maybe about a month going into the meet, we started suiting up and then just kind of getting mentally prepared to go fast. Right,
0: right. Okay, another question I had then. So you you mentioned 200 work on Monday afternoons. Is the 200 something you're training for? You You didn't swim at 200 this week, did you?
1: No, but the 200 something I'd like to get better at, just a little bit more comfortable with, and so those are the uh, Mondays are when I train with Coach Rich, and he does a really good job of getting us more comfortable swimming so, mean, the 200, whether it's breaststroke, butterfly, freestyle.
0: You swam the 100 butterfly at SECs. Yes, I did. And what was it? 45 something. 45 four, I believe. 45 four. Okay, so you're 18. 18- Eighteen five in the 50 you're 45 4 in the 100 fly you're a 41 4 in the 100 free why do you want to get more comfortable in the 200 free man who cares <laughs>
1: I think uh the 200 free it, it's definitely a really cool event and I'd definitely like to be more comfortable with just to have a shot
0: on the 4x200 relay I think I got you. I'm only messing. I'm messing. People would die for that 18.5 speed, man. You've got it. So don't lose it. But um, all right. Once a week's fair enough. Once a week. No more. Okay, Rich. No more than once a week. No, that's, I'm kidding. Um, well, that's awesome. And then you, you mentioned gym. So you're in the gym three times a week. Have, had you done gym before you got to Tennessee?
1: I did a little bit, but it was kind of on my own, so it wasn't super structured, and I wasn't doing it as often as three times a week. It was kind of just whenever I got to it. So this is this has definitely been a change up here, and Greg, our uh, guy who oversees our whole gym workouts, he's done a really good job of helping me get more comfortable in the gym and just get better overall.
0: Right. Now... <clears throat> In the gym itself, have you gained a lot of strength? Have you put on muscle? Uh, What's been the changes for you in the last six months?
1: I think I've definitely gotten stronger. Um, I feel like I feel the same, but uh, I think I've definitely gotten stronger and I can kind of feel it in my races. I'm not, you know, dying as hard. I can kind of go out a bit harder. And I think that's due to Greg kind of setting us up in lift to do specific things. So like the sprinters will do more power-based lift, whereas the distance swimmers may do like a circuit.
0: Right. Right. Have you felt like you put on a lot of muscle? Uh,
1: I I would like to think so. (laughs) I've I've gained about five pounds. I'd like to think it's muscle.
0: (laughs) That Tennessee food, man, it's good. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's muscle for sure. Definitely. Um, one of the things I noticed about you, and, I, and I'm noticing it now too as I speak to you, is you, you're very um, controlled. I mean, it, you you seem to be somebody that is very level, uh, and I don't know if, if that's you all the time, but mm-hmm. I noticed it on the video itself. So when you're walking out, when you're in lane four at your home meet as a freshman, all the pressures on you, it seemed like you were very relaxed in that moment. Did, did you notice that in yourself? Were you in a kind of a relaxed state?
1: I guess I was I was re- as relaxed as I could be. I mean, I'm always a little bit nervous before races, but this mean I, try- I had to just tell myself that I've done the work. There's no more training that can be done and I just had to trust the process and knowing that we have the whole team there um, cheering and that, you know, this is an effort for the team just made it a lot easier and took a lot of the stress off.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. Now listen, Between 19.3 and 18.5 is light years in terms of how you feel and maybe even the way that you're swimming it. So did you notice that you were swimming faster than you've ever swum? maybe the first time? What what did you swim in the prelims of the the 50? I was 18.8 in the prelims. 18.8. So at that point, did you feel like, wow, I'm feeling incredible in the water right now?
1: To be honest, I, I don't really remember that much of the race i just knew that i wanted to i really wanted to win it and so i just put my head down and did what i had to do and it didn't really feel super different from the morning but i mean all my 50s usually feel the same it's just splash and dash
0: well when you when you say you wanted to win it um did you have a ballpark in mind of maybe you know i'm gonna have to swim this time to win it or i'm gonna have to beat this person or, you know, what what's going through your head in terms of trying to get that outcome you wanted?
1: Definitely going into the meet, I knew I wanted to be under nineteen. And after prelims, like I I saw that it was possible. And then in finals I said, you know, I've already I've been under nineteen, I've you know, accomplished what I set out to do, but so I just wanted to have fun with it and see how much faster it could be. And thankfully it turned out well.
0: Yeah, turned out turned out real well. What's your race strategy in Your 50, let's talk about your 50 first. What's your race plan? What's your race strategy?
1: So for the 50, it's it's, it's just really as hard as you can go. There's, you just gotta, well, I personally try to kick the 15 off both walls and just put my head down, no breath. And that's the best way to do it, I think. Well,
0: listen. I disagree with you there. Okay, I'm going to disagree with it. It's not as hard as you can go because you're not trying to you're not trying to snatch the water. You're not trying mm-hmm. to pull at the water. You're trying to caress and feel and hold water as even as a 50 freestyle. I know mm-hmm. this. You know this. So it's it's not a matter of just pulling as hard as you can. There's obviously force and effort, but there's also a relaxation to it, right? Mm-hmm. Definitely.
1: I so think, tell me about um,
0: that. Talk to me about that.
1: I think just. I, there's def it's really it's real a really short race so there's not a whole lot of time to think mm-hmm. but in that short amount of time i think just thinking about getting the turn hitting the underwater is everything as perfect as it can be i think my main thing is hitting both breakouts as powerful as i can and just being able to launch forward and get that little boost definitely helps
0: when when you talk about your breakout specifically um, tell me what you're trying to achieve there, um, because there's there's mistakes you can make in a breakout, but mm-hmm. it sounds like you're obviously trying to achieve something. What is it?
1: I think break when I when I break out in the fifty, I try to really throw my top arm, so that's usually my left arm, my breakout arm, as far forward as possible. As kind of like a like a slingshot to mm-hmm. get that little boost off the underwaters.
0: And what about your body position in? the 50 itself. What are you trying to achieve with that?
1: I used to swim kind of flat and it wasn't as effective. Uh, lately, I've been trying to rotate more and get on my side and it's definitely made a difference because I can grab more water and be able to pull a lot more.
0: Right. Okay. Interesting. Uh, i would never seen you swim before, so I'd like to see the difference between what you look like and what you look like now because you're obviously grabbing tons of water. Um, in terms of power uh sessions resistance work what's the type of stuff that you're doing to increase your power in the pool
1: Uh, at gym we do a lot of deadlift we do hang cleans we'll do squats and i don't go super heavy i just do weight that's you know manageable for me and greg does a greg does a really good job of you know making suggestions you know change this change that depending on how or feeling what Meats coming up, like say we have a dual meet coming up, we may be able to lift straight through it. Whereas this meet, we obviously didn't lift super heavy going into it. But a lot of the lifts are uh, very explosive. So we'll do, I can't remember what they're called, but they're uh, uh, these jumps with the cores that just Mm -hmm. work on really being explosive off the blocks. We'll do kind of simulated starts on land Mm-hmm. And so for sprint group, it's really all about power and explosiveness.
0: Mm-hmm. And what about in the pool? What are the type of things you're you're doing in the pool to build build that?
1: So for explosiveness, we do a lot of start work with cords, just resisted starts and assisted starts as well, just being able to feel what a powerful start feels like. And it's it's been really helpful.
0: I think I've seen some video of the assisted work. I never actually did it myself, but what they're doing is they're putting – a cord around you Where does the cord come over your back or underneath your stomach
1: so for an assisted start it's the you have the belt on and two cords are attached one goes to the left one goes to the right and some two guys will be out in the middle of the pool holding them and you'll just do a start as normal but you feel a lot faster and you'll feel like a lot of power and the challenge is just to keep tone in the body and be able to enter and hold the same line
0: right okay do you get to pick the guys that are out in the middle of the pool <laughs> i i'd like to uh, usually pick guys that can at least hold the weight someone's letting go of that thing man. Yeah. There's trouble. <laughs> that that's a good drill for sure but you need people Definitely. that you can trust yeah. <laughs> out, in the, out in the middle um what about uh, power towers power racks yeah. um shoots we do a, we um, do a lot of
1: powers mm-hmm. uh, we do a lot of towers um and racks as well and a lot of stuff with shoots um Josh does a really good job of incorporating chutes, towers, and the racks into a lot of the sprint sets. And we'll do a lot of kick with them as well.
0: When you're using the chute, are you using fins and paddles or just paddles or nothing?
1: Usually it's just fins. And I mean, sometimes we'll do it without fins, but usually it's with fins. And most of the time that I use a chute, it's kick and it's underwater kick
0: okay so give me an example of like an underwater kick shoot set
1: so we have a set that's uh 425s kick on the back fly kick with the shootout and then the second round would be three with the shootout and then one underwater and then two two and then three one and then four underwater so and, that's really, and I,
0: I'm, it's all fast
1: it's all um it's descend one to four each round
0: and how far are you kicking with that the whole 25 are you going 25s okay and then do you transfer do you take the shoot off and do some transfer work
1: so in the on the kick on the surface the shoot is out but on the kick underwater the shoot is tucked so you don't get resistance underwater but the whole time you're on the surface it's it's out and so it's oh. it makes the underwaters a lot more challenging because you're tired going into it and as you get further in the set there are more underwaters and less on the surface
0: i get you i get that makes sense all right i um, i'm understanding now cool Uh, Has that been the biggest advance for you in your underwater kick, you think, some of that resistance work?
1: I think it's definitely helped because it it was definitely a challenge uh, starting off with the shoot, but it's definitely helped, I think, build power and and endurance and being able to just finish off the set and make all 425s underwater.
0: All right. Now talk to me about your 100. What's your race strategy in your 100 freestyle?
1: For the 100 free, I try to – Swim it like a 50, take it out really hard, and just survive the second half. Um, Usually that third 25, I try to push the hardest because I find that that's where the third 25 is what really makes or breaks the 100. That's where a lot of people either fall off or they make that final push. And so that's just been my strategy for as long as I can remember.
0: Actually, you know what? That's actually a perfect strategy. It's it's the one that I learned over time. And it's the one that I tell all my athletes is go out extremely fast. You got to be out fast at first 50, but the third 25 is where you break people and you're going to drop people. So it's pretty incredible that you have adopted that as a freshman. Most people can't come to terms with the fact that they have to go out super fast. Was there somebody that helped you with that strategy or it's always been something that you figured out?
1: I think when I looked at time, like what times I wanted to go and I realized that the best way to do it and the only way that i could come up with was to just go out faster and i knew it was going to hurt but it'd be worth it and it just worked out
0: see that's interesting too a lot of people your age or in your situation have no clue of times they don't look at times necessarily and you know how fast do i have to go out how fast do i have to come home a lot of times when i ask freshmen Kind of um, what their strategy will be. They they have no real idea of of the plan or the the execution or the the need in order to to get out fast because they haven't done the math in their head. It sounds like you study the sport.
1: I try. I try my best. Um, I try to keep it simple, and I just try to do what I know will work and not reinvent the wheel. Just do what it what it takes to get to exactly where I'm trying to get
0: right okay and then what about a breathing pattern in the hundred what's yours
1: the breathing pattern I usually try to do two on the first 25 uh two to three on the second 25 the third 25 can kind of vary because sometimes I'll not really gallop but it's more of a open stroke it's not as more. it's not as sprinter stroke as the first half And then that fourth 25 is, I guess, maybe two off the turn. And then I just put my head down and Tennessee finish.
0: Tennessee finish. What's this?
1: That's a term we use. It's just that last 15 meters is head down as hard as you can go. No breath.
0: Oh, Matt, we're not allowed to breathe the last 15. Okay. I like that. A Tennessee finish. Beautiful. Now tell me this. Um, Is there a difference in your technique between the 50 and the 100?
1: Uh, definitely. The 50, my stroke is definitely a lot faster, and I'm obviously not breathing. The 100, I try to open it up a bit more and catch catch more water, so it's, it's a little bit slower. The stroke is a little bit slower, but I think it's more effective for the 100 because I it'd be a lot harder to keep such a high stroke rate and be effective. I'd start to slip, and it'd be a lot harder to finish.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. interesting are you better at pull or kick 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 okay how come you didn't take part in the 50 kick challenge that was happening
1: i wanted to but i <laughs> i saw a lot of i saw some crazy times i figured i'd let that one
0: slide you could throw it down jordan come on man it you was know it's pretty it. cool to see though it was it was a lot of fun uh luke miller from nc state mm-hmm. actually he just i think he won the, the 200 at um, acc so that was pretty cool but Oh, well, what's the, um, did you fully taper and shave for this one? Yes, we did.
1: We fully tapered and shaved. And this was the first meet really that I'd felt as good as I felt. Um, usually in the past, like, you know, back home, I never really fully tapered. i just kind of trained through cause I felt like I'd get out of shape really quickly. But I think the training up here has definitely changed the way that I swim and so this taper and shave worked perfectly for me, and I, I wouldn't have changed it.
0: Listen, man, how do we go faster now? Then are you you got your sights set on NCAA's? You're going to be one of the top guys. I mean, if if not, yeah, you, you'll be you'll be top three uh, for sure, and probably both those events uh, uh, going in. So how do how do we get faster?
1: Just gotta get back to process and continue to improve. There's always stuff to work on. Um, no race is perfect. So I've been watching film with coach Rich and coach Josh and just finding little things to tweak, whether it's like, you know, a better breakout or not breathing off a wall, there's always something to fix.
0: Just a little side note too. I coached at, at Auburn with coach Rich. He's a phenomenal um, coach, He's, um, uh, outstanding. Um, so you got, you got some good coaches around you, man. Good people to listen to. Definitely. Um, well, you, you kind of have. The three, you know, the three coaches that you talk about, is there is there one particular one that you go to for the the race strat, like the final comments or anything like that? Is there one person? Um, probably Josh.
1: Uh, he's, he's kind of the one that recruited me, right. and so I, I talk to him a lot. I, it's kind of, I would say, 50-50 between Rich and Josh. Right,
0: right. Um, Now, what about the women, man? They just won their second SEC title. They seem to have a pretty um, killer team as well.
1: Definitely. Lady Vols, are. they have a lot of depth, especially the freshman girls. Um, It was really cool
0: to see them this year. Is this something you think they could take a run at the the national championship?
1: Definitely. I think they're a team to be feared.
0: Okay. I like that, man. I like that. Well, listen, I said I was going to keep you 30 minutes. We're coming up on that right now. Mm um what else you want to share with us that we don't know about you uh not much of a simple man <laughs> simple man i like that it's one of my favorite songs Leonard skinhead simple man um now what are you studying what uh, do you want my to study? major
1: is mechanical engineering
0: mechanical engineering so you're smart as well damn you man you can't be fast and smart and good looking and everything you can't have everything all right <laughs> all right i'll take it that's good stuff um Listen, man, this this Caleb Dressel record, this 53 record, 17-6 or some nonsense. I mean, you're you're creeping up on that. Is 17 a reality for you, you think? I
1: think it's doable one day. Um, it's gonna take a lot of work and time, but I think it's doable and it's definitely definitely a goal of mine.
0: It is okay, good. I want to see it, man, because I was actually standing on the deck watching that seventeen six, and i just i i was like stunned i'd never seen anything like it, it was perfection but
1: mm-hmm. the thing
0: about it is once you've seen it once you know it's possible so is that a race that you've um spent time watching
1: i have yes i've looked at it quite a few times and it's it's one of the most impressive races i've ever seen
0: well listen man uh, your races over the weekend are some of the most impressive races from the freshmen's ever put down give yourself you. a lot of credit you're on the right path you're doing the right things Thank you. Uh, you've got a, you got a lot of new fans. I'm one of them, man. I'm, I'm excited for your future and your potential. So, uh, like I said, you're in good hands. Good luck to the team and uh, good luck to you, okay?
1: Thank you very much.
0: All right, Jordan. Take care, my friend.
1: You too. Have a good one.